When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, a very good morning to you. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Hills. How's everyone. the batching going? G'day, Paddy. Um, yeah, pretty solid, I reckon. What are we into uh, about a week and a half? What was for dinner last night at uh, Shea Healy? Two-minute noodles. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of spice in them. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly prepared. <laughs> yes, quickly prepared. Uh, yeah, no, stuff everywhere. Is uh, the darling bride showing any interest in your welfare or is she just sending you photos of her cruising through oh, the Sahara yeah. Desert with Sahara, all her friends? Yeah, Sahara <laughs> Desert like yesterday, wasn't it? Um, yeah, no, a bit of everything, a bit of both. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's left a message. She found a Wi-Fi spot in Morocco and okay. so she dropped me a message. Of course, I'm having trouble with my message bank. My messages come in about a day later. Mm. And so I uh, got that this morning, and uh, she'll be giving me a call when she gets to Fez, she said. Well, at least you got through, which is uh, more than we can say about Mitchell Stark to his wife. Couldn't couldn't like, track her down. Took took quite a while. Eventually yeah. tracked her down, yes, but uh, there were quite a few calls went unanswered. Yeah. And, uh, Not allowed to have your phone. Uh, M Stark has, uh, has admitted that... Uh, Apparently, they were kicked out of Newlands. Eventually. Finally. <laughs> yeah. There's a photo in the paper today that's sort of uh, very sunny. So I was wondering whether it was sunrise. <laughs> the next morning. But, but the, the game at 11 o'clock our time, that's sort of like 2 o'clock start, mm. Newlands time. So it could have been the evening sun, I reckon, yeah. where uh, about four or five of the girls and Shelley Nishke got the World Cup out on the field. Mm. And it looked very sunny. I was wondering whether that was uh, sunset or sunrise. So, as we all know, the uh, the Australians uh, entitled to celebrate, and apparently today is going to be another day of celebrations for them after winning their sixth World T Twenty title and their third in a row. Uh, a nice piece in news. So it's nine tonight. o'clock at night. So they've already had a day of celebration after the event. Yeah, so they've had another Friday. one today. Yeah. Um, Nice piece in News Limited uh, papers today about why they weren't nominated for the Laureus World Sports Award, which uh, they said is a disgrace, and I've got to agree. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't? Well, they I don't be? know. I mean, is there a uh, does Australian cricket have to nominate them, and they didn't, or uh, does the world have to pick them up? Well, I would have thought that uh, Laureus is is world famous for you know what they do as far as uh, in a charity space, and then also how they name their you know, they're finalists, and I would yeah. imagine they'd do that. I mean, why would Australian cricket have to nominate? Surely if Laureus is the body that it claims to be, um, mm. they would be aware of what this Australian women's cricket team has done. Yeah, it's a bit of a snub, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, there's a couple of lines in this piece saying it, it makes a mockery of one of the most prestigious awards in world sport. So, anyway, look, they, they've, they, the ICC has named their most valuable team and includes four Aussies. Alyssa is there. Ash Gardner, player of the tournament, is there. Darcy Brown, Megan Schutt. No Mooney, no Lanning, Perry. So, what, mean, and what team is that? That's the ICC's most valuable team of the World T20. So they've, they've named it today. So the four Aussies were in, are in uh, Alyssa as opener and wicketkeeper. Uh, Ash Gardner, who, as we mentioned, is player of the tournament. And Darcy Brown and Megan Schutt hmm. are the four know. that made it. 
Beth Mooney mustn't have started very well or something. She held us together towards the end. Yeah, didn't she ever? Yeah, so someone else in other teams must have really played great. They're calling them the Immortals now as a follow-up and a little play on words from Bradman's Invincibles. They're saying this oh, I saw what you did there. Yeah. Copy the word from 1948. Yeah. Yeah. A little play on words. Yeah. We'll well, let, let's listen to Meg Lanning on uh, winning the World Cup. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's sort of just starting to, to sink in now, really. Uh, it was a very special day. Uh, New Orleans is an incredible venue uh, to play cricket at. And, yeah, just to be part of this group is, is really special. And, um, you know, to, to look at what we've been able to achieve over the last sort of five years in particular, um, yeah, is, is pretty incredible. I so, guess she brought it back to five years because that's her term as the captain and that's when mm. they've been lifting her trophies. But, gee, that team's been 15 years. Mm. You know, they've been winning World Cups for. And as we keep saying, the generation next, it seems like this dynasty is in very, very safe hands, doesn't yes, it? it certainly does. Talia McGrath is one of the players uh, to, that, that has uh, excited everyone. Annabelle Sutherland, uh, Darcy Brown. There's a, there's a good stockpile behind the main ones as well. So, um, yep, it's looking good. They're doing well. Yeah. Coaching staff has just turned over and... Even further strengthened this unit. Yep. What do you think? Are they the best team ever? 13 13 55, Brighton Homes open line. Or you can text us on 0467 736 736. Don't forget Brighton locking in your price until 2024. What a deal that is. Giving you the confidence to build your dream home today. So Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55, or that text line 0467 736 736. So in between trying to get hold of his wife uh, in South Africa. Uh, Mitch Stark uh, was the designated hitter for the Australians as they lead into the third test tomorrow in indoor. Um, he, he admits he will be playing through some pain. This finger injury is still not 100%. It wouldn't be the first test match I've played in some sort of discomfort. If I only played when I was 100%, percent i would probably played about five or ten tests. I'm pleased to hear it uh, quoted as discomfort, not pain mm. so much. Pain's a, an interesting one, isn't it? Like, uh, he, So it's a tendon injury that probably came off the bone of his middle finger mm. a month ago. Uh, he had 10 days off and he's been bowling with it. So they, he, it mustn't be going to get worse. But why is it still painful? But it's it's just a bit of discomfort. With, I'm happy to hear that word rather than pain. Yeah. Well, because he... will it, it, it might jeopardise England. And if it jeopardises any further, it's jeopardised two tests – by not being able to play when they thought he might be right for the second, mm. and and it does get worse, he might have had prop should have had surgery, surgery mm. to reattach that uh, tendon, and be perfect for England. Well, he'll be back. That's the way it seems at the moment, and he'll take an enhanced leadership role, obviously with Pat Cummins at home. So he he also spoke on on Pat Cummins uh, remaining in Australia with his with his ailing mother. Having been through a similar similar situation recently, it's it's um, uh, I guess it's a hard place to be trying to get your head around playing international cricket. Oh, you can't be there. No, of course he can't be. He's got to be home with his mum. And as Starkey said, there, you know, his father Paul passed uh, quite quite suddenly uh, within mm. a year, and uh, he he was playing at the request of dad, and uh, was nowhere mentally. Yeah. Hey, there was a, a beautiful moment in this test match in New Zealand, which has been a riveting match, by the yes. way. Uh, Big day today. Yeah, they still need a couple of hundred. Wouldn't mind seeing them two for 48 
I yeah. think they're one for 48. They are, they? yeah. Just another wicket. But uh, we haven't heard a lot from Pat Cummins, rather, uh, aside from the fact that we know that his mum is in, in palliative care, but there was a stirring rendition from the Barmy Army's trumpeter yesterday. So they're across all things in world <laughs> sport, and, and they, they know that for all the barbs that they send Australia's way uh, during test matches, they were thinking of the Australian skipper. And there was a, a stirring rendition of Maria from their trumpeter, from West Side Story, uh, yesterday, and it, it, it evoked a reaction from the Australian skipper. So don't wobble your head. You've got no idea. I can't Did you knock it. us out a bar or two of Maria? <laughs> <laughs> Patty? I just met a girl called Maria. Yeah, yeah, it's a famous song from West Side Story. So why didn't the Barmy Army sing it as well? <laughs> they sing every other thing, don't they? So I want there they Probably like you short. didn't know the words. No, I wouldn't know the words. I want to hear them. Well, Pat has, has tweeted that it was just amazing. He said uh, his mum has seen it and she loved yeah. watching it. So look. Yeah, the, the divide between the Barmy Army and uh, every other rival team uh, broken down uh, yesterday in New Zealand. So well, I don't think there's a divide night. anymore, but, but uh, yeah, that certainly transcends the sport. Great effort. Yeah. Magnificent. Hey, uh, one of the most popular things that we have on social media, of course, is you selecting your Oop. teams for the uh, respective matches. Yes. And uh, I see this uh, KL Rahul uh, in a little bit of danger. The, the, the Indian top order has been under a bit of pressure. They're saying that this could be the time now, with the series done and dusted as far as India is concerned, that Kahal Rahul, the vice-captain, is moved aside for Shubman Gill, the, the youngster, the 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. I sort of sense that might have even happened prematurely last test. They've just got to get Gill in there because he's, you know, he's the next Coley. Mm. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how patient they are. One more or go now? Yeah, well, it's interesting. They have released their squads for the third and fourth test matches. Kahal Rahul's there, but he's not listed as vice-captain. Righto. So, you know, the conspiracy theorists uh, are all reading into, hello, it's time for the youngster to come in and maybe take a permanent place in the, this top order of the side, which is probably only increases the pain for Australia. <laughs> the way well, things are going you might the get them on a you know, little off day. They, they might not, they might just think it's going to happen and boom, boom we pounce. Mm. Hey, for the Gold Coast Titans, it's takeover day on SEN, and we're going to chat to the Titans CEO, Steve Mitchell. So much to talk about as far as the uh, the new season is concerned. At the Bronx yesterday, Pat Carrigan was talking, um, and he's talking about, in particular, the, the loss of Flegler and Farnworth after this season. They're two big, big departures, and they're both strong mates of Paddy Carrigan. To be honest, I think it's a lot of like, a bit like a business, and mate, I don't begrudge anyone where they go, but um, yeah, it's tough. Obviously, they're they're two of my close mates, and you know when you come through together playing as kids, you never really expect them to leave. But um, like I said, everyone's got their own kind of um, motivations and, and different things and families to look after, and um, you know for me, it just put it all on the line for 2023. It's um, I'm hanging out to have a really good year to send those two off and Keenan off, and like I said, three of my good mates, and hopefully we can um, yeah end this year as they. Um, yeah, they're talking about 800k a year for Flegler and Carrigan. Obviously, by the raps that he gave him yesterday, believes mm-hmm. he's worth it. Yeah, you worried at all about the environment at the Broncos this year with those moving next year? 
Well, look, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of this. I've got to say, and I quite like this new what they're proposing with going you know, to try and put the CBA to bed with the the June thirty is is the time when they can start to move. I don't know. You'd have a far better idea than me. I mean, you've played in in the absolute peak level of professional team environments. And, and I know it's probably a bit different to cricket. I mean, you were at the Zenith playing test cricket for so long. But yeah, in a, in a club team environment, knowing that a mate is going at the end of next year or in the end of this season, uh, I don't know. It, it just it seems a little strange to me. Mm. Uh, you would want them to be at their very best mentally, which they say they are. They always say they are. Of course, you know, my focus is the Broncos for 2023. Yes. I don't know. Does it stay in the back of their head? Uh, I don't know. I'm trusting them. I'm trusting Flegler and uh, Farnworth to be able to do that job. There's just so much to play for. Origin spots, uh, further improvement by the Broncos. um, And I think where things could break down, if one of them gets quite a debilitating injury, Mm. that might break down a little. You know, you mightn't work as hard to get yourself back on the field, but but, uh, or if you lose your spot through form. But... Yeah, I know. I'm trusting them. They they should be able to hold it together well. All right, stack to talk about today, and we'd love to hear from you. As I said, that Brighton Homes open line is thirteen thirteen fifty five, or the text line is oh four six seven seven three six seven three six.